Hey family, in today's video, we're going to be talking about five signs that your life is out of order. And we're also going to talk about how to get your life back in order. But before we get into those points, let me go ahead and break down some prerequisite points so we can lay the foundation of what it means to have an orderly life in regards to God's, in regards to God's structure. The first thing that I wrote is order attracts order. Order attracts order. What I mean by that? The things in life, when we pray, we place orders. Some of us are trying to order a marriage or we're trying to order a relationship. We're trying to order different things. But in order for us to have those things, our lives has to be in order. So the more that we put our lives in order in accordance to God's original designs, then we'll begin to see in time those things in our life, in our lives. So when you begin to look at your life, ask yourself, what have you been ordering lately? And is your life in a level of order that will attract that order? Because many people, they're just praying to God, asking God for different things, asking God for a relationship, asking God for opportunities, asking God for tangible things, but their life is not in order. God is not going to bless us if our lives are not in order. Let's keep going for time's sake. Um, I put here that out of order means not in order of doing or out of order from doing. There's two forms of out of order. The first out of order is not in order of doing, meaning that uh, skipping stages, trying to do something before it's time. Life is not in order. Trying to get married without maximizing your singleness. Trying to have kids without first being in a sound marriage. Trying to um, be wealthy and successful without developing skills. Out of order means doing something not in its original order. And God has an original order for things to be done. And if you haven't met this level, God is not going to take it to the next level. The Bible, not the Bible, but I often tell people that when you skip steps, you're skipping what you're going to desire to have. So what I'm saying is that when you begin to look at the juncture of your life in the direction that you're going, you have to ask them, am I trying to skip steps? Am I trying to do things out of order? Am I trying to jump to a level and face devils that I'm not prepared to face? Also, out of order means out of order from doing. Like a vending machine with a sign that says out of order. McDonald's ice cream machine, out of order, meaning that it's not functioning in its original design. There's two scriptures that I'm going to use to lay the foundation that points out these two points. And the first one is Psalms 37, verses 23 to 24, which says, The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, he should not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him or her with his righteous right hand. Now, this verse is saying that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, that God has already placed orders for your steps. God has already placed orders in regards to your potential. He knows for a fact that I'm going to order these amount of steps for your singleness. I'm going to order these amount of steps for you and your significant other today. I'm going to order these amount of uh, steps for you in this place of, 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 of work. I've already ordered a certain amount of steps for you to walk in because when you begin to walk in these steps, then you will step up in maturity. You begin to grow. And so many of us, we want to jump over steps, skip steps run if we will if you will but but god has said i've already ordered a certain amount of steps for you to walk in and the bible says a good man 
the steps of a good man. That means when you begin understanding the goodness of God, it transforms you. It, it, it takes you deeper down sanctification. It begins to open your mind to godliness and holiness and how to live your life. And when you are an individual that is sound and, and you're endeavoring to develop a good heart and you want to pursue God even more than anything in his life, then you'll begin to see your steps being ordered. But God has to make you into a good man. And what I mean by a good man, a good, I'm not talking about perfect. I'm talking about uh, righteous and living. I'm talking about understanding holiness. I'm talking about uh, a living a life, uh, uh, embracing the characters and values of God. When an individual walks in that goodness, because the goodness of God drew them to repentance, and that repentance is leading them down to greater depths of operating in good, inspired by the Holy Ghost, then that individual begin to see their life in order. They'll begin to understand why their life had to go down this path. They'll begin to understand why God ordered these amount of steps in this particular season, helping that individual to become seasoned. The second verse is 1 Corinthians 14, 40, which says, but all things should be done in DCC and in order. I'm going to say it again. But all things should be done decently and in order, what that is saying is God is saying your marriage, your singleness, your, your mentality, your words, everything has to be done in decency and in order, meaning that in order for certain things to be used by you, in order for you to be operating in purpose, you have to live a decent life. You have to say, you know what? I'm going to use my responsibility. I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure through the empowering of force of the Holy Spirit to be able to live a decent life, to make sure that every step that I step in, situation that I step in, uh, 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 individual's life that I step in, no matter where I'm stepping in, I'm going to do this decently. I'm going to do my business decently. I'm going to do ministry decently. I'm going to interact with, with family decently. I'm going to interact on my job decently, and I'm going to actually uh, be open to order. That when people come to my life, for instance, my wife can place an order. And when she places an order from her husband, whether it's attention, whether it's prayer, whether it's love, it's there. Will people, when people come to you, are you out of order? When people come to you, I'm talking about people in your life, your husband comes to you, your wife comes to you, your children come to you. Are you out of order? Or, or, the, or could it be that the reason why you're out of order is because you're serving people out of order? So many of us, our vending machine is so empty because we served everyone. And when it's time for our spouse and children to place an order, we have nothing there. So the Bible says, man, we got to do everything in decency and in order, knowing and prioritizing life, making sure that we putting the right things in the right places, making sure that God is in the center of everything that is placed in our lives to assure that when the right people order from us, there's something there. Do you know the Holy Spirit is the only one that stocks your vending machine, that stocks you? And he's the only one that does maintenance on you. Could it be that the reason why when someone's trying to invest in your life or when someone's trying to put money in your life and to be compensated by something that you have and, and they end up uh, the money coming back to them or the favor coming back to them. Could it be that you are malfunctioning and you haven't gone through maintenance and you're not a uh, fully stocked? The Holy Spirit ain't just going to stock stuff in your life if you don't allow him to uh, stock it. And so you got to view yourself as a vending machine. Are you a vending machine that's empty? Or a vending machine that's full but malfunction. Have you went to a vending machine? They got all the Gatorades. They have all the chips. They have honey buns. They have everything you want. But the machine doesn't work. 
So many people, they have everything people want, but because they've left their life uh, or, or, or leaned out of order of God and begin to live in pride and arrogance, now they can't function. I want every time when my wife, daughter, people who are in my life want to place an order, they will get exactly what is needed from the one that stocks me, and that's the Holy Spirit. So are you out of order, meaning you doing things out of his original intent and order for you? Or are you out of order, meaning that you malfunction or you don't have the necessary items for a person to be able to order from you? Now, let's define uh, God's order and what it means to be out of order. It says God's order refers to the divine and purposeful arrangement or plan established by God for humanity and for individual lives. It involves aligning one's thoughts, actions, and choices with God's will and moral principles. God's order refers to the divine and purposeful arrangement, meaning that I'm making the arrangements. You're making the arrangements that you say, you know what? I've noticed that my life is out of order. I'm going to arrange things based upon the word of God to ensure that my life is in order. I want to make sure uh, that I am in alignment of God's divine purpose. I talk about this when I coach people, that there's three phases. You heard me say this many times. There's design. There's a line and then there's a sign. Your, the level of your functionality and your assignment is directly connected to whether you are in or out of alignment. And your alignment is based upon your awareness and knowledge and acknowledging God's original design. God has an original design for you and me. God has an original design for husbands, for wives, for parents, for men, for women, for children. And when our lives are not arranged or aligned to those original designs, then we won't be able to function in, in that proper assignment. And so God's order refers to divine and purposeful arrangement or plan established by who? Established by God for each and every one of our lives. God has an original order, an original design, an original purpose for each and every one of us already ordered. Before you was even thought of in your mother's womb, there were already things already ordered for you. Could it be that, that God has already placed an order? for 2024, but you may miss out on those orders being delivered because your life hasn't been delivered or your life is not in order. I don't want to be an individual where God has placed amazing orders for me, shopped for me, uh, uh, have already uh, ordered things for my life. And because my life is out of order, those things won't be delivered. See, deliverance leads to be things to being delivered. Deliverance leads to things being delivered. When I begin to allow my life to go through deliverance, then things can be delivered uh, uh, into my life. But the thing about God, everything has already been ordered before you was even thought of, meaning that those things are just simply waiting for obedience. Those things are just simply waiting for your life to get in order and then something will click. Something will click and activate, and that thing will be coming into your life. God has great things for you this year, but if your life is out of order, those things won't be near. It says it involves aligning one's thoughts, actions, and choices with God's will and moral principles. God has principles, and he has a will for everything in our lives. But the will of God, the word of God says, is our sanctification. The more we are sanctified, the more we are cleansed in every area, 
The more our lives get in order, the more your marriage gets in order. Now your marriage is no longer chaotic. Your children no longer chaotic. I know as a man, if my life is out of order, it's going to disrupt the order of my wife and children. It's going to disrupt it immediately. So it is, I'm, I can't sit there and wait. Um, or or nitpick my wife to, and, and examine why her life is out of order or whatever. I'm not saying it is, but I can't be sitting there looking uh, and try to fix machines if I'm not fixed. And chaos is prevalent in the lives of individuals whose lives are not aligned to God's original order. That means I have to align my thoughts. I got to think God thoughts. I got to think the thoughts that God has for me. The Bible says vast are the thoughts that God has towards me. My mind has to align with his way of thinking, my actions, my private actions, my public actions, my decision making, your decision making, your actions, your thoughts must be aligned with God's will and moral principle. Now, out of divine order, this is the definition. It suggests a state, mention that word state, that means where you live. I live in the state of North Carolina. I, I, I am not physically in two states at one time. Neither is anyone in two uh, 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 internal states at one time. Out of divine order suggests a state where one's life or circumstances are not aligned with God's intended plan. Moral principles or spiritual harmony. It signifies a deviation from the expected divine arrangement or purpose. So when we're out of order, it suggests that I'm living in a state of life, a state of thinking, a state of doing, a state of believing that is contradictory to God's original design. It says a state where one's life or circumstance, meaning that your circumstances could be uh, uh, out of order because internal circumstances are out of order. Could it be that the reason why your marriage, your children, things are out of order because internal things are not in order or has deviated from God's intended plan? It says where one's life or circumstances are not aligned with God's intended plan. So God has intention. God's intentional. He's intentional. He See, see when we understand God's intent, then we can be intent intentional. When we understand that God's intentional, then we can be intentional. And when we're intentional, we tap into our potential. God has already uh, established your potential. And one thing I do not want to do, I don't want to go to heaven and God say, you ain't even scratched the surface of your potential. And do you know the missed potential leads to missed opportunities of kingdom advancement, life change, wealth transfer, advancement of uh, uh, of, of, of or changes in generations and, and, and uh, uh, inheritance left? <laughs> I have to at least strive to tap into my potential, but I cannot and you cannot tap into your full potential if you're not fully intentional. And you can't be fully intentional intentional until you fully understand God being intentional. And when you understand that God's intentional, then you'll be intentional. And then when you're intentional, you'll tap into your full potential. It says, suggest a state where one's life or circumstances are not aligned with God's intended plan. God has an intended plan for your life. The Bible says, many are the plans in a man's heart, but it's the purposes or the plans of God that prevails. It says also moral principles. Principles, principle. Like principle, I heard a, 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 a minister say, it's God's automation. That principles are just automatic. The sinners can operate God's principles, still benefit. But how much can the believer benefit? If the principles are automated, that, that point came from Myron Gold. I just want to make sure I give him credit. Uh, moral principle or spiritual harmony, that when I'm not in harmony, my spirit is not in harmony with God, 
and is in disharmony and is not in union, then nothing else will be in union. See, God is self-sufficient. God doesn't need us. He wants us. God is self-sufficient in, in of himself. Him and the Godhead is in full harmony. The son is not doing things opposite of the father, the father is doing opposite things of the spirit, etc. When we tap into that harmony of God, then we'll be in harmony. How does your life sound? See, your life is like a band or a symphony. And every part of your life is a person uh, or uh, every part of your life is playing an instrument. My marriage is, is an instrument. My, my, my personal health is an instrument. My, uh, how I steward this is an instrument. My preach is an instrument. How I parent is an instrument. And my goal is to make sure this thing sounds good. That when I walk into a room, people be like, man, that man in rhythm. Oh, man. Okay, Josh, you sounding good, my boy. Josh, you sounding good. I don't want to walk into a room and everything is there, but it's not in harmony. The drums is out of sync. The guitar is not playing well. See, my wife, whatever instrument she wants to be, let's say she's a saxophone, right? I, I got to make sure that that saxophone is tuned. I got to make sure that my daughter, who might be the drums, that she's in tune. I got to make sure that that, that that my life, the, the guitar is in tune. Whether you are a symphony or a band, you got to examine every instrument of your life to make sure it's tuned and that you are trained to be able to tune it. See, the thing in life is I got to make sure to tune my wife, make sure that I tune my daughter, make sure I tune them because I'm in tune. When you're in tune with God, you can't help but tune things the way it was meant to be tuned. So that when you come in, you have a nice sound and you're just not a noise. That's harmony. That's symphony. That's synergy. Because when me and my wife are in harmony, my daughter can hop into that harmony. That when me and my wife are in synergy, my energy connected to her energy creates synergy. It keeps my daughter from experiencing toxic energies, which now puts her in harmony as she develops. And as she develops in harmony, then she'll begin to get in harmony with God because my life is right with God. My wife's life, my life, her life is right with God. And then we all in harmony, which sets everything up to be set up for success. That's why order is important. I got to make sure I'm in order. My wife got to make sure that she's ordered so that my, the steps of my daughters can be ordered. It signifies a deviation from the expected divine arrangement of purpose. That means deviating. Like devi deviating leads to deviousness. Like, like deviousness can be subtle. Deviousness leads to deviating. Like, like the enemy is very devious and, and gets you to being curious to the point to where you'll be so caught up in all these different things that over time you begin to say, man, I'm way off my mark. I'm way over here when God's over here. So is your life out of order? Now, I gave this analogy. I've already alluded to it, but a soda machine out of order is like a person experiencing a spiritual glitch in their life disrupting the flow of purpose and fulfillment. So we're all like vending machines, right? And, and, and there is periodically one vending machine has multiple products. That's why I picked this analogy. And so at times my wife might want to say, hmm, A5 or L5. That's love. I want love from my husband or 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 I want to go to a U6. I want to get understanding from my husband or I want to go to L3 and get laughter from my husband. So so right now she may not order everything, but she's going to order what she wants. So I got to make sure that there's no spiritual glitch. I got to make sure that I have a spiritually switched. You see what I'm saying? To make sure that that thing is constantly stopped. 
So a vending machine out of order is like a person experiencing spiritual glitch in life, disrupting the flow of purpose of film. So if I got an internal glitch, now when, when you walk to a vending machine, if there's no sign, it doesn't look like it's out of order. You don't know if a machine is out of order until you try to order. <laughs> so when well, that's why you gotta look at your life. When someone tries to order from you, if they can't get what they ordered or trying to order, you can't, you're blocking the flow of fulfillment. So if I'm if someone walks to my life, I gotta make sure I'm in order so that when they order, what they order is there for their fulfillment and refreshment. It says, like a person experiences spiritual glitch in their life. Disrupting the flow of purpose and fulfillment. In a parallel metaphor, when an individual is out of order, it's akin to a vending machine with a malfunction, malware in a function, not functioning properly, hindering the dispensing of positive outcomes and harmony. Both scenarios illustrate the need for repair and alignment to resume the intended flow of refreshing experiences or spiritual well-being. So you and I got to always assess, do I need repair? Do you know there's no perfect vending machines? That vending machines have to go through periodic repair? That that while you're going through life, you're going to have to go through uh, 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 what they call it, uh, scheduled maintenance? There, so you're going to each and every one of us going to find ourselves in a place where we need to be repaired. Now, based upon our repentance, based upon our surrendering, based upon our yielding, we we'll determine how long we're broke. But the good thing is the, the maintenance man is in our hearts. The maintenance man, the Holy Spirit is alive, that he can repair that thing quick if you just shift your mindset. So what is being blocked because of a spiritual glitch or a malfunction or something not working that's keeping you from working, which is also keeping another person from working? Imagine someone that needs water to fulfill their, to continue to fulfill what they got to do, and you can't produce that refreshment. Both scenarios illustrate the need for repair and alignment to resume, resume, get back to it. The intended flow. God has an intended flow. That's why I can't flow like you. Not all vending machines are made the same. You and I got different uh, snacks. <laughs> you may have Powerade. I may have Gatorade. You may have Prime. You may. You just may have someone else may have sodas. You might have organic chips. You like all of us got different things. So God has an intended flow. You there's certain things that's in your vending machine as a single person. You got to be okay with. And you got to watch you. Listen, the good thing about us, unfortunately, like a vending machine, we determine who we serve. So you got to be in position in, 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 in areas where you're supposed to serve certain people. Some of us have moved our vending machine lives into corridors of individuals. And when people order sex from us, we give it to them. When people order our body, we give it to them. When people order our mind, we give it to them. When people order our time, we give it to them. Who don't even deserve to have it in their life? Let's keep going. Now, here are the five things or five signs that your life is out of order. Number one sign, O-R-D-E-R-O-R-D-E-R-O, -R -E -R -O, overwhelmed. Here's the sign, feeling constantly overwhelmed by responsibilities and unable to manage daily tasks effectively. Here's the impact. Overwhelm can create chaos and hinder your ability to receive and align with heavenly order. 
God doesn't want you serving everybody. God doesn't want you doing everything. For the last two years, man, I had dreams. I had goals and aspirations to get back to traveling, to, to go out there and, 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 and just get back into a, a, a version of my purpose. But I didn't know that my wife and I was going to go through what we went through in the process of bearing a child. Imagine me saying, no, I'm still going to order this for my life and me flying out and going here or there and not being there where I need to be. I would have been too overwhelmed to handle the stresses that came with that season. And so some of us, we got to make sure that we're in tune with the Holy Spirit, making sure that we're not putting too much on our plate and keeping us from being successful. It says feeling constantly overwhelmed. So if you feel constantly overwhelmed, tired by responsibilities, see responsibility is having the ability to respond. Just because you have the ability doesn't mean you should respond. Responsibility is evident in the mature. A mature person assesses their ability assesses their priorities to ensure, should I respond to this? So right now, the first person I must have the ability to respond to is my wife, then my daughter, then the ability to respond to myself first, then my wife, then my daughter, right? And so when we begin to understand that, we'll begin to say, man, just because I have the abilities doesn't mean I should respond. And also the flip side is you got to ask yourself, what abilities do I lack? Because some of us are trying to respond to a marriage, trying to respond to a relationship, trying to respond to an individual that we don't have the abilities or the capacities to respond. God gives you the capacity. God gives you the ability, the intangible things to be able to properly respond. And that's why it's important for you and I to make sure that we cultivate the abilities and cultivate the uh, stewardship to be able to properly respond. The impact, overwhelm can create chaos. Chaos in your life because you're too tired and you're too tired mentally, too tired emotionally, causing you to make decisions that you shouldn't make. Hindering your ability to receive and align with heavenly order. So God is not going to give you treasure. He's not going to give treasure to tired hands because tired hands can't hold. And so no matter what you've ordered from God or what God has ordered for you, if your life is chaotic, God is not going to allow that thing to be sent there. Number two, uh, O O R. Okay, resistant to guidance. Sign resisting guidance from spiritual sources or being unwilling to follow divine principles. The impact resistance to divine guidance can disrupt the harmonious order intended for your life. So another sign that your life is out of order. You're resisting God's order. You just want to do what you want to do. You know what the word of God says. We know what the word of God says, but we still choose to go the opposite. That is a sign that your life is out of order and is pending toward or is heading towards chaos or if not already chaotic. So if you begin to notice that you're resistant to the things of God, resistance to the spiritual disciplines, resistance uh, to the Holy Spirit's leading, resistance to the Spirit's voice, then your life is heading out of order and you're not going to be able to function and flow and fulfill the lives of other people. ORD, disconnection. Experiencing a sense of disconnection from your purpose, values, or spiritual beliefs. The impact, when there's a lack of alignment with your core beliefs, it can impede the flow of divine order into your life. So disconnected. You're just out here just wondering. When you wonder, you wander. 
if you're going to wonder, be be uh, not wonder, but yeah, when you wonder about your worth and you wonder about these different things and you're not clear about it, then you'll start wandering. You'll start going all different kinds of places. Experience a sense of disconnection from your purpose. God wants you connected to your purpose, connected to values, connected to your spiritual beliefs, because the more you stay connected like the branch to the vine, the more nutrients will flow through you to, to begin to fulfill the fruit from you. See, people focus so much on fruit that they forget about vine. Vine, branch, then fruit. It's not fruit, branch, then vine. The out of order of that is all I want to do is bear the fruit. And all I care about is being a visible branch, but I don't care about the vine. No, it is the vine that determines what level of fruit. Do you know that a lot of people, they don't want to go through the pruning process of God. They want to skip that order. When God orders pruning, we don't like that order when it's delivered. Ooh, prune. What does this box say? Pruning? Hold on, hold on, God. You start going through your little thing, heaven, heaven uh, delivery.com, and you be like, man, hold on, hold on. I ain't ordered this. I ordered promotion. God said, no, 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 no. I know you ordered promotions, baby girl. Son, I know you ordered promotion, but I, I ordered pruning for you. But God, I don't want to go through pruning. But God says, if I don't prune you as a branch, you won't be strong enough for the fruit. Do you know how heavy fruit is? Do you know how? That's why we're low hanging fruit, and that's why the devil can take our fruit. That's why people can take our fruit because we low hanging fruit. We 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 got big fruit, but it's genetically modified and it's bigger and the branch is leaning over because the branch ain't strong. That's why God prunes the branch to ensure that it's strong enough to hold the fruit. Do you know it is possible for you to hold a marriage, to hold children and to hold your company? Do you know it's possible to hold your profession, your job, your ambitions and your and your wife and your children? Do you know it's possible to be strong enough as a branch to hold good fruit? But if we're weak branches and if we're not in the vine, we become a diseased branch. And yes, there may be some stuff going coming through it. But it's not a, a free-flowing highway to it. And you may bear some fruit, but my friend, that fruit won't be ripe. O, we said overwhelm. R, resistance to guidance. D, disconnection. E, energy drain. Sign, feeling constantly drained and lacking vitality. Vitality is different than energy. You can, you can drink an energy drink and get some energy. You can take supplements and get energy. We talking about vitality. We talking about like like you is like you're just vibrant. Impact when your energy is depleted, it hinders your receptivity to the positive spiritual energies that contribute to divine order. So the enemy wants us to be drained, used by too many people that we're unable to uh, be able to be receptive to the Holy Spirit, receptive to the energies that come from God and the things that work right. Let's keep going for time. Say repetitive patterns. <laughs> hey, my sister, what's going on? It's good to see you. Yeah, we need more than them espressos. Oh, my sister. Oh, my daughter's alive. <laughs> my bad. My, oh, my condolences to you. My, my. I'm sorry. My, I didn't read it all the way through. My condolences to you and your family. I'm sorry to hear that, my sister. My apologies on that. Um, repetitive patterns. Sign experiencing reoccurring negative patterns or challenges. Impact persistent negative patterns may indicate a lack of alignment with divine order, hindering progress growth. So when you begin to see negative things always happening, 
then something is out of order. Something is out of order when it comes to your spiritual armor. Something is out of order when it comes to how you process your thoughts. Something's out of order based upon the people in your life. And when you begin to see reoccurring patterns happening over again negatively, then something is out of order. That means you got to start operating in spiritual warfare. That means you got to start operating in and aligning your life to make sure that it's in line with God's principle. The enemy cannot get access to it. So five signs that your life is out of order. Number one, O, overwhelmed. Next, R, resistance to guidance. D, disconnection. E, energy drain. And R, receptive pattern. Now, how to get your life back in order that match your way? How to get your life back in order? We're going. I'm uh, going to uh, show you the worksheet. There's also a worksheet that goes to this video to help you with this. Number one, seek God's guidance through prayer. Step one, take intentional time in prayer to seek God's guidance and wisdom. Share your concerns, struggles, and desires with Him. Allow His presence to bring clarity. Situation. Also put here, seeking God's guidance through prayer and His Word. The word of God already holds principles. Suppose, oh, that's number two. But number one is see God, God's got through prayer. Because what this does is it's a biblical, it's a spiritual principle. Because when you tap into prayer, you tapping into posture. You have postured your life to realize that you are nothing without God, that you need God's help. And what that does is it begins to create a connection. It begins to create a fellowship. It begins to create a chemistry so that you'll be able to better understand God's leading. That's why it's important to spend time in prayer and remove things that hinders prayer in your life. Or I'm talking about practices and ideals and thoughts and whatever, so that you can begin to engage God so you and God can be on the same page. Because when you begin to see God's guidance through prayer, then you create a sensitivity. You create a vulnerability. It says share your concerns. God wants to hear your concerns no matter how hot they are. You baby, there's been times where you may have to say cuss words. You may have to say some things because your heart is hot. God is the God's hands are the only hands that can hold uh, uh, that's with mittens that can hold the hottest parts of our heart. Go to God with your concerns. Go to God mad at him. You know how many times I went to God mad at him? God, I ain't feeling you right now. God wants that. He'd he rather for you to give that than for you to hold it back and then be further back from where he wants you to have you at. So share your concerns and struggles. God, I'm struggling with this. Tell God for real you're struggling with lust. Tell God you're struggling with ambition. Tell God for real I struggle with this. What that does is it's a filter. You begin to filter your emotions, filter your mind, and then you begin to unlock when you with thanksgiving, you begin to unlock God's peace, which will guard your heart and mind as you continue to navigate. Whatever it is you navigate, allow his presence to bring clarity to your situation. Impact. Seeking God's guidance in prayer, establish a connection and opens your heart to divine wisdom. There we go. It established a connection. You got to establish that connection. Establish a habit of going to God. Establish getting being and being connected. And open your heart to divine wisdom. That's what prayer does. It establishes a connection and it opens your heart. We need our hearts cracked open. Boop. Whatever sound your heart makes, we need to have it cracked open so that God can begin to uh, uh, fix those areas that's causing you to be out of order. Helping you align your life with his purpose. Next, A, not, oh, there's no letters to these. A, align your actions with God's word. Step, evaluate your choices behaviors and priorities in light of God's word. Evaluate. 
evaluate. Okay, I gotta look. I got look. I mean, every area evaluate. Every man has to evaluate the way they function as a man, as they as a husband. Even if you are a single man, you gotta say, I gotta evaluate to ensure that I'm in, I'm embracing the right skills. I'm embracing the right mentality to begin to uh, 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 have certain realities. Evaluate your life. And my brother says, Brandon Clement says, hard to slow life down. I understand that. But we have, we have to make sure we take our foot off the gas and put our foot on the brake. There are seasons where God says, put that foot on the gas, my boy. Go, go. Go for it. And at certain times, depending on the situation, you got to pump the brakes. And the reason why it's hard to slow our lives down is because of certain ambitions, certain fuels. What fuels you? Is it the need for validation? Is what fuels you your need for recognition? I'm not talking about you, but need for recognition. And when we have these deep needs, then we can't take our foot off the pedal. And But when you begin to understand that everything in life worth having is a marathon and not a sprint, then you will train accordingly. It boils down to your perspective, being able to see the, the, the key things of life the way they were meant to be done. That's why the Bible says in the last days, peoples uh, won't be able to endure sound doctrine. Look how fast everything is from social media, from DoorDash, for whatever. We, we are so far removed from planting our own foods. We're so far removed from uh, learning how to handle inconvenience because we pay for all conveniences. And because we pay for convenience, we don't know how to handle inconveniences. And so everything, I you just can't rush from meeting a person to marry them. You can't rush to just uh, having compatibility and now rushing into a friendship. That's too fast. God wants us to live life at the right speed. I'm going to have to do a video on that because that's good on how to slow your life down. But for time's sake, I got to keep going because I got to be off here pretty soon. Uh, evaluate your choices. Literally evaluate your choices. How you make choices, how you make decisions, evaluate your behaviors. How do you behave in these circumstances where it benefits you and doesn't benefit you? Do you know you can have bad behavior in beneficial places that you got to look at your behavior in every area as well as where I'm at? And priorities in light of God's word in light means that I have to be enlightened by being in the light. I have to go into the light of God's word, in light of God's word. I got to be in the light of God's word for me to be exposed. Oh, okay, great, Ashley. I'll do. I'll, I'll screenshot that now, so I can have this. Uh, one my, one of my kids in here. Can you write that down for me? She'll write that down for me. one of my my kids in the building, and she'll she'll write that down for me. I'll make sure I do a video on that. She probably done logged off by now, but it's all good. Um. Yeah, you got it. Man, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, you got to evaluate in light of God's word. I got to say, man, I got to get in light of God's word and begin to say, man, is my life in alignment with what the word of God says? Am I making choices of a seasoned a child of God? Am I behaving like a man or woman of God? Am I, uh, um, where am I? Am I, is my priorities? For instance, me, when I was early on in dating my wife, and if not married, there was a struggle with priorities. And it wasn't like, uh, I'm talking about while we was dating, like, like my priorities was get to the money, like get to the bag. And that's, that, that's, that makes sense when you're a single man or whatnot. But when it got into engagement, I had to start practicing prioritizing. 
I got to do a video on that. Practicing prioritizing. Like it's going to be, it's difficult at times as a husband to practice prioritizing. It's difficult to be able to come home and, and you want to sit down on the couch, but your wife needs you. That's difficult in, in practicing prioritizing. It can be difficult at times when you in a flow creatively and, and your wife is asking you to get milk from downstairs. Your wife is asking for five or six things back to back to back and it's hindering your flow. I can't get upset with that. Because I got to practice prioritizing what she needs by watching a baby all day. She needs my help. My creative flow will still be in the fountain when I needed to flow again. So it's difficult to practice prioritizing, but it's essential. But I got to honestly or continuously be in light of God's word so that I can practice it by meditating day and night, having the understanding and the awareness and the, 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 the deep warning of the implications of if what will happen if I don't practice it. Take it to, oh, wrong one. Evaluate your choices, behaviors, and priorities in light of God's word. Identify areas where your actions may deviate from biblical principles and make adjustments to align with God's will. So after you evaluate, then you identify, and after you identify, then you make the adjustments. Impact. Aligning your action with God's word fosters a lifestyle consistent with his values, promoting order and harmony of life. The goal, I'm pretty sure everyone, you can put, that's me. How many people right now can, can put in the chat? You don't have to, but I'm saying those who want to uh, uh, say, how many people right now want their lives to promote order? How many people in the chat right now want their lives to promote harmony? How many people say, that's me, I do, whatever you want to say. My goal, your goal, our goal should be to be in a constant state of promoting order and harmony. Asher said, that's me. I want to be to a place where I'm always, uh, Chinook says, uh, yep, yep. Lenita, yep. How many of us, we say, hey, man, I want my life to promote order so that when my life's promoting order, then what I've ordered can be ordered and sent. Do you know that if you renew your mind, <laughs> kid says, she, she, got, she got her hand up. Renita said, that's me. Absolutely, I need order, right? So do you know when you promote order, it catches the eye of the things you've ordered? And do you know what 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 has been delayed can be delivered? That's why when you understand God, the Holy Spirit, in regards to Amazon Prime, if you just renew your mind, things can be Amazon Prime. The things can be there sooner. If if the sooner you renew your mind, the sooner that thing can be in your life, the sooner you develop those skills, transferable, relational skills, uh, communication skills, the more you begin to get that in life, things will be ordered quicker. Things are delayed because we're delaying it. How many things in your life has been delayed or is delayed because you'd rather be laid? Whoo! <laughs> so we all want to promote order. And harmony. I want to promote harmony because the more I promote, promote harmony, things begin to be harmonized. Then everything in my life will begin to sound like a, a, a symphony. It'll begin to sound like a well-tuned, harmonized band. This is good, man. No wonder God told me to do this live. Man, I'm about to go to sleep. God said, no, boy, do this live. Step three, trust God's timing and surrender control. Here's the step. Trust that God's plan for your life is perfect, not kind of perfect, not. Mm -hmm, no, it's perfect. And surrender control over circumstances to him. Embrace patience and faith, recognizing that his timing is impeccable.
impeach, not in, can't even, it's, in, oh, I'm it's impeccable. <laughs> so you got to trust. Trusting, trust removes the rust. When I trust God, I don't have to worry about rusting my life. Like trusting God is, is a form of warfare. Like when I trust God, then my, my, my emotions and my behaviors and my thoughts won't open themselves up to demonic influences. When you trust God, then when something, a circumstance comes against your life, you immediately count it with joy. Counting it all joy is a form of warfare. That when the enemy brings a circumstance into your life or makes you aware of a circumstance that God hasn't, quote unquote, or it hasn't been removed out of your life, then when you count it all as joy, you disarm the enemy. You got to sustain joy because joy of the Lord is your strength because you need strength to overcome circumstances. But if you don't trust that God's timing is perfect, that God knows what's best for you, then you won't rest in him. Trust that God's plan for your life is perfect and surrender control over your circumstances in him. Do you know the, the best way to not make a way for what you ordered to come your way is to try to do what only God can do? You and I are not smart enough to pick a spouse. I, I was not smart enough to pick a spouse. You are not smart enough to pick a spouse. We're not smart enough. Like, like we need to let God do what he do. That's why I'm glad God arranged my marriage. And, and, and people assume that God, because Christian people have told us that as long as he just loves the Lord, it's okay. As long as she, and, and, and she's 400 pounds overweight and he, and he's four foot three. <laughs> now, if that's what you like, that's what you like. But God's like, man, I know what you like more than you even know what you like. And so when you begin to trust God, then no matter what the devil tries to force you to order prematurely, you won't order prematurely because, you know, and trust God's timing. Trust that God's plan for your life is perfect and surrender control over circumstances to him. Embrace patience and, and faith. Recognize that his timing is impeccable. I'm going to do a video on flowing with God because I realized, and I'm going to do that video later. I'm not going to waste time on that. Um, I have so many videos that God wants me to do, and I can't wait to get to them. Impact. Surrendering control and trusting God's timing alleviates stress and anxiety. The enemy wants us to be stressed and anxious. It wears the body out. It causes the vending machine to malfunction. It hinders the flow of things. He So surrendering control to God, say, God, I trust you. If you single right now, I want you to say in the chat, I trust you. If you going through a rough patch of your marriage right now, I want you to say, God, I trust you. If you if you if you got a son or daughter that's whatever in a lifestyle you don't don't, don't don't align to the word of God, I want you to say, I trust you. Whatever it is, I want you to practice saying, I trust you. And when you say, I trust you, it literally in the moment begins to alleviate stress and anxiety. If that means you got to say, God, I trust you. And then God, then God's going to look back. Can I trust you? I, you trust me, but can I trust you? Can I trust you with this man of God? Can I trust you with this woman of God? Can I trust you with, with this daughter and son that, that I'm going to bring to you? Can I trust you with this opportunity? It allows you to experience peace and assurance. I talked about that in the video. I think it's coming out tomorrow about insurance, assurance, and, and insurance. Well, something like that, but I'll keep it. It allows you to experience peace and assurance knowing that God's order is unfolding in its perfect time. So God already placed the orders. Do you know God already ordered your husband? He already got your order. He got your wife placed on order. 
And the thing is, he's ordering their steps, ordering your steps. Man, God, God been placed the order for my wife and God placed my order so perfect. His timing was so impeccable to the point to where I was literally doing a Bible study when my wife's steps were ordered by her friend inviting her to my Bible study. To this day, there's no other way, no other better way I could have met my wife than how God did it. There's no, only God can do that. Do you know why God hides certain things from us? Because we talk too much. God don't, God just wants you to flow in because he knows if I told you, you'll be there too early, you'll be there too late, you will say too much, you will do too much, or you will do too little. And plus, you will let the enemy know what I'm doing. So that God keeps things silent because we talk too much and the enemy, stalk, and the enemy stalks too much. We talk too much, the enemy stalks too much. So God keeps it under wraps. These steps involve intentional spiritual practices, self-reflection, and surrender to God's guidance, helping you to realign your life with his order and purpose. So let's get right into the um, worksheet. You can actually get this worksheet right now on uh, mycoachjosh.com forward slash worksheets. Because one thing about this YouTube channel, for those who are new, thank you so much. For those who's watching, go ahead and like, share, comment, help this video get some traction. I believe this video is so powerful, especially these last few videos I've been doing, man, be, uh, have been, man, next level, uh, glory to glory type stuff. Uh, so share, like, comment, all that good stuff. Help this video get some traction. Um, but the reason why I give you guys worksheets is because I don't just want to give you a good word. And don't give you a good opportunity to apply what you heard. So I call this the life alignment assessment worksheet. I'm not going to labor too much on it because there's a lot that I gave gave you all this time. And I know I give you a lot of worksheets over time, but um, but just pick and choose. Let the Holy Spirit to tell you what worksheet to engage in. Instruct this worksheet is designed to help you assess different areas of your life and identify aspects that may be out of order. Take some time to reflect on each section. Answering the questions honestly, once completed, use the insights gained to develop a plan for realigning those errors with God's order. Number one, rate your current spiritual practice, prayer, meditation, reading scripture on a scale of one to ten. What spiritual practice do you currently engage in? How satisfied are you with your spiritual life? These just helping you relationships. List your key relationships, family, friends, colleagues. How would you describe the quality of these relationships? Are these conflicts or strained connections that need addressing? So you begin to see we got... Uh, uh, personal well-being, working career, finances, time management, and uh, purpose and goals, and and develop an action plan. I have a part two to this worksheet. I want you to begin to go to God's original designs by looking up scriptures. In this section, you will explore biblical principles related to the areas you identify as needing alignment with God's order. Look up relevant scriptures to gain insight and guidance. Consider how these principles can inform your action plan for realignment. God's word is filled with principles that if we pattern our lives to, we'll have success. So search for scriptures related to maintaining a strong spiritual connection. How can these scriptures guide your spiritual practice or deepen your connection with God? Relationships, personal well-being, et cetera, et cetera. I give you pages to also write these different things down. So this worksheet is designed to help you realign. So that you'll begin to see, oh, I see why this, what I've ordered two years ago hasn't been delivered. I see what I ordered a year ago hasn't been delivered because my life is out of order and God is not going to send anything into a chaotic environment. Thank you so much for trusting me, guys, with your ear, with your heart, with your goals. I, I, this year is going to be the best year for you. 
Uh, I'm excited to serve you all this year. Um, I mean, if you need some more service, if you need help beyond this video, have a ton of resources. Before I get into my books, I want to tell you about a couple of coaching programs. Also, check out uh, my January Masterclass series on What's My Purpose. I have, uh, every Thursday at 7 p.m., I'll be doing, I'll go ahead and post that link now, a free Masterclass every Thursday at 7 p.m. This Masterclass is designed each month is going to be designed to help with a particular area that people need help with. And it's giving you guys a, a different uh, element of me, giving you a different opportunity to engage with me. Zoom, man, Zoom is powerful. Uh, YouTube is amazing. YouTube is powerful. But Zoom takes it up to another level because it's more intimate, it's more private, and you get to get face-to-face -face interaction, face-to-face -face support. But ultimately, you begin to get a little bit more in-depth insight that will help transform you in a particular area. And if you need more after the masterclass, then of course you can check out my group coaching programs, which take it to a whole nother level that will expedite um, the process for the transformation you desire. And, and so check out my January masterclass. Tomorrow at 7 p.m., I'll be doing uh, Purpose 101. Next week, I'll be doing Purpose Discovery helping you discover your multiple purposes. The week after that, the 18th, we're going to be doing uh, purpose development. Uh, and Friday, uh, that last Thursday, we'll be doing purpose um, distribution, how to distribute your purpose um, where you're not wore out and all that good stuff. And next next month, I can't wait. I'm not even going to tell you what next month's going to be, master classes. But uh, uh, the master class is going to be amazing, free, free registration, sign up. Uh, I'll see some of you all on the Zoom tomorrow and check out my group coaching programs. That's where it's at. That's where the butter is. That's where the, the, uh, the transforming work really happens because you really get uh, three to six months or six months to 18 months with me in more of a consulting mentoring state where I'll begin to pour uh, 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 from my experience in a more intimate way. And so if you need mindset shift, and you're like, coach, man, I want to get to a place where I'm mentally uh, competent. I'm mentally creative. I have mental clarity. And my mind is an asset that attracts income. So I'll be able to leave generational wealth to my family or be able to bring wealth in real time because my mind is, is an asset. Then check out my Resilient Mindset program. Links in the description box below. If your individual says, coach, man, I'm successful professionally. I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a professional, I'm a coach, or I'm endeavoring to be successful. Uh, but for the first group, you're already successful and your professional success, but your marriage is struggling. Your personal health is struggling. Your children, your relationship with them is struggling. Your, your, your everything else is struggling, but you're not struggling here. But you want to practice holistic success and ensure that every area is whole and that you're strong with the whole area, then it's fulfillment program is for you. Also, if you're a person that's striving for success, you're an ambitious person, but you are not sure if you're properly installing the biblical principles to ensure that you don't run over your family when you have one, that you don't uh, 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 spend your health to get wealth, and now you got to spend your wealth to get health. If you want to make sure that you properly install these different things and become the individual that's able to hold these different things at a high level for a long period of time, and check out my fulfillment um, uh, program. Uh, the mindset program starts January 15th. Uh, and then uh, for those who sign up January 16th, there's going to be a wait list for after three months. But the fulfillment program is for those who are, uh, uh, they can jump in at any time because it's going to be more of a mentorship. It's going to be more of a, uh, a 12 to 18 month uh, experience. And so if you're ready to invest in yourself in 2024 and you need a little bit more coaching, consulting, and some mentoring and some spiritual guidance, then check out those resources, the master classes 
and the group coaching programs, but also check out my books, Multipurpose, How to Find and Fulfill Your Purpose in Life. This book right here is so profound. It tells you that you and I have more than one purpose. And how we handle one purpose will determine if we enjoy the purposes that we want to enjoy. Check out our merch. Well done. It's a movement. If you're struggling with soul ties and strongholds, this book, The Purpose of Freedom, will be a great book for you. Um, Whom the Son Sets Free is free indeed. God will and can free from those soul ties and strongholds, but you have to want the freedom. And so this book practically shows you how to untitle soul ties or those strongholds. If you're struggling to understand what's in front of you, you don't know if it's a counterfeit or a counterpart, and you want to be able to be in a state of mind that clearly interprets what's in front of you and making sure that you're always testing and receiving God's best, then counterfeit or counterpart is a great book for you. If you struggle with your feelings and you want to get to a place where you regulate them and that before you act, you've checked the facts, this book, Facts Over Feelings, will be a great book for you. If you're looking to under, better understand wholeness, this book, Wholeness Journal, and my book, Multipurpose, is what birthed these two coaching programs and masterclass that I'm doing. And because wholeness is important. And if you want to better understand wholeness and check out this book, Wholeness Journal, and check out the card game, Whole. It's a fun, interactive card game. The first person who spell whole wins. Interactive card game where you talk about different things about wholeness, as well as do some activities, physical activities, mathematical thinking activities to, to sharpen your skills in certain areas. If you're single and you're like, man, I struggle with my singleness. I want to better understand the purpose of it so I can understand the purpose of marriage, etc. In this book, The Purpose of Singleness would be a great resource for you. If you're dating someone or if you're not dating someone, but you want to make sure that you have the right questions to either end the wrong relationship or extend the right one, or if you marry and you want questions to keep the fire going, then this book, Dating Prep, is a good resource for you, even if you're single. This book will help you already know what questions to ask and have to, and already have your non-negotiables ready. If you have a young kid, third grade and up, and you want them to better and start their art early, start their purpose early. It's like fatherhood in the book. It's all the, a lot of the wise sayings from that point that I wrote it. Uh, and I might do a part two, but it's like a father in a book, fatherhood in a book, where it's wise principles for kids to be able to tap into their purpose early. If you're struggling with spiritual warfare, that book's called, as he says, that children's book, but uh, uh, World War Me is a book on spiritual warfare. If you want to uh, better understand the whole armor of God so that you can war well. And that book is a great resource for you. So thank you all so much. Oh, thank you, Miss Ray. She says she's heading to Amazon right now. And look, Lady Latrell says enemies stalk too much. That's true. Looking forward to that sign up today. Thank you, Ash. I think I already saw you. I saw your name pop up. I'm glad my sister. It's good to see you. I'm praying for you and your family. So love you all. <laughs> Lady said, yes, order my husband, Lord. He already placed on order. Just make sure your life's in order. Love y'all. Y'all be blessed. Got to go. Thank y'all so much for your generosity in advance. However, you're going to engage and support what I do, whether it's buying a book, buying a card game, jumping in, investing in yourself in a coaching program or how, however you want to give, however you want to do. I appreciate y'all's love, generosity in advance for sharing, liking, all that good stuff. Love y'all. Got to go. Peace.